Attention on deck. You're about to take command. Welcome to the bunker. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of The Bunker, your weekly fix for all things Washington Commanders. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-hosts, good friend and now golfing buddies uh, when I'm hitting over in the States. Uh, we've got Andy uh, Lockhart. Mr. Scouse, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Recovering from a World Cup final defeat over here in jolly old England, mate. But, you know, I'm not too bad. I'm good. Thanks, mate. Uh, we're also joined by our co-host, Mr. Jesse Martin. Jesse, how are you, my friend? How's things in the old US of A? Uh, I can't complain. And I will not give y'all any shit like y'all gave us when the USA lost. So we'll just put it at that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, just, you know. Uh, this good sucks. I know. Yeah. I, know. Yeah, I was we... pulling for I was pulling for him. Yeah, well, America's probably the first. I think it's the first World Cup that America haven't won. You, you know, you guys have been dominating the women's yeah. women's yeah. game for years and years. I think you're kind of now going through that transition period, like a lot. Yeah, of I, 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 I think Making we have. Style. Yeah, yeah. I think we have the. I think we have the players, at least for the most part. It was, uh, I think, the managers and coaches just. This, yeah. this, 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 I don't know if that penalty kicks landed yet, though, that you missed. I'm not sure. I think it's still going. <laughs> I didn't know Joey Sly played for him. I didn't know he's oh, I can't mention that name yet. But I don't want to get Andy started. But uh, let's talk of uh, let's talk of some uh, some Washington commanders. Um obviously the main news since we last recorded, no great surprise, Jesse and Andy. Um Sam Howe has been named QB one uh for the season. No great surprises, Jesse, mate. Uh obviously, you know, it's his, it's his job to it's his job to lose now. Yeah, I mean, we we all knew this coming in. I know there was some hubbub about, you know, why haven't Rivera just named him starter from the beginning? It wasn't really a competition. And it, it kind of, you know, the way I see it, and, and it, it, Sam was competing with himself. He was making sure, you know, they wanted to make sure that he could continually progress throughout the OTAs, throughout the training camp. They wanted stuff to see. And even Rivera even said from the beginning, that the joint practices were very uh, a, a very important landmark for Sam Howe. If he can come out of there relatively unscathed and and, and showing the progress that they needed to see, then he was going to be na- uh, named you know QB one. And and we all knew this, and we all seen this. And um, good, you know, let's give him this freaking uh, uh, let's give him the shot and and see if he can turn into our franchise quarterback. Gosh knows we fucking need it. Yeah, big time. Andy, no great surprise that Sam is a QB one, mate. What do you want to see in his in his like future development? Um, we like Jesse just said, we'd all love to see a franchise quarterback in Washington. That I mean, be nice. geez, I don't I, think I don't think we've ever had one since we, like Sammy Ball, to be honest. I mean, this we is, haven't seen any in our lifetime, have we, guys? Genuine really, franchise no. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I've had some decent ones here and there, but not franchise. I mean, they they, um, they we could have had one, but they let him go. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, you know, so much Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Kirk. I mean, yeah. he was the best quarterback that we've had on you know since you know back in the Super Bowl days. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people go and back even, to and even then, you know, in the but... like how good Seisman was, he was he was a bit of a journeyman, wasn't he? Let's face it, until he got to us, you know, mm-hmm. played in the XFL and all sorts of different leagues, sort of Canadian league and stuff like that before he came to us. So, um, 
So yeah, so we've not had a true franchise quarterback in a long, long time, man. So this is so it's something that we're not really used to. So it'd be nice, it'd be nice if he does progress to that. You know, what uh, does he need to do? Do you think to do you know? Obviously, we've only he, seen well, he's got to training keep camp. Doing what and... he's doing, he's got to progress like he's progressing at the moment. Um, and he and he's got to just continue that upward trajectory. Really, um, you know, don't get too uh, too far ahead of himself. He seems like a guy that's quite even keeled, so he doesn't seem to be too up, too down. So, because um, you will, we, we will see mistakes. We will see rookie errors. Go this they happened in camp today. He threw a few picks in camp today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, but but this is, are going to happen. Trouble. You know, happens. Every the, even the best quarterbacks who, who ever lived have thrown. Have thrown yeah, Mahomes threw four in 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 a uh, 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 training camp practice. You know, yeah, yeah, because obviously you're trying things. Maybe something a bit different that you're not used to trying, and you know the DBs were just ready for it at that particular time. Um, so, so you know, I, I don't really bother about interceptions in training, but I just think like as long as he can kind of keep himself even keel, gradually build and improve on all his areas. Because to be fair, he's got the potential to be elite. I think he's he's very good in a lot of things already. I just think he needs to make sure that he's the NFL level at those things. If it have the experience, mm-hmm. keep having and the, the and experience. What helps, yeah. you know, as long as he doesn't get ruined, you know, confidence wise by having a shit old line. So hopefully he won't lose his confidence. Hopefully that that's the EB will game plan it correctly for him, so he won't lose his confidence ever. So then it, then we're onto a winner. Yeah, I mean, the the term elite gets banded around. A lot. I mean, potential to be yeah, elite. Probably about maybe yeah. six, eight QBs. Yeah. Maybe you probably say elite. Maybe exactly. I think he's got potential. That's all I'll say. I mean, bosh it in a potential to be elite. Yeah. I think. I think. I, I'm all in on Howell. Me. I mean, I, I love yeah. Howell. I love. I love how he's progressed already. He's given us the most all... hope than anyone else in the last few years. Put it that way. Yeah, this whole fan base should all be in on how um, we should all want him to succeed. Um, as far as you know, what what we need to see for him to be a franchise quarterback. You know, it, it's it's progression you know like scouse said there's going to be mistakes and and we got to expect that you know he is a inexperienced quarterback but he does have the tools will he will he be our franchise quarterback i got no clue and none of us do really it's Mm -hmm. it's all about the play on the field and experience and the coaching and and how he progresses but you know i heard something on the radio today or not today but uh but last week you know, how to spot a franchise quarterback. And, and it's a lot like porn. You know it when you see it. You know, we just, we're just. Well, Andy, we I wondered where know. he was going with that. You know, I think I, she's recording I, I, with I John and think, Keith again. <laughs> I want to say it was on the, uh, the, the JP Finley uh, BMX show, I, I think. And, and it struck with me because, yeah, you just, you, you can't really explain what a franchise quarterback is, but you know it when you see it. Just like Paul. Just like Paul. Yeah, boy. What a comparison. <laughs> Welcome to the bunker, everybody. How is the new porn? Yeah. <laughs> pure filth. Pure filth, that boy. Pure filth. Uh, yeah. yeah, pure filth. Uh, Jesse, uh, I know uh, circling around social media, uh, obviously since we last recorded, uh, Danny Johnson suffered a rotator cuff injury when uh, Mark Andrews uh, literally thought he was in the WWE and slammed him to the ground. I mean, what did you make of it? I've seen it. I think it's absolutely terrible. Well, it's disgusting yeah. how another professional can even... Don't get me wrong, I get that these joint practices, things get Tip heated. Flare, it yeah. happens, yeah. It's football. God, it's, you know, I mean, it's not a baby's league. But when you're doing this to a fellow professional on joint practice, and, you know, like you said before we started recording, I asked you if you've heard anything over stateside, and it's day-to-day about Danny and how long he's going to be out for. 
I don't want to see that kind of thing on a, on the on a, on a practice field. Yeah, it doesn't belong uh, uh, out here, you know. And uh, when we recorded my other podcast, Bleeding Burgundy, last or it, it was on the first. Uh, yeah, it was after the day that it happened. I was upset. I was pissed off because there was absolutely no need for that shit. It was a, a total bitch move. Um, he was going for the ball. Uh, he, he defend, it was either a, a pass defended or, or caused a fumble and Mark Andrews just, just flipped out. I mean, Danny Johnson's 180 pounds. Mark Andrews is like two, two fifty. you know, yeah. Yeah, six like six, you, you know, go up and, and, and five, eight, you know, you know what I mean? It, like, it, it was like a, a, a sucker suplex. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It, it was just, it, it was a shitty move. Uh, and I've lost a lot of respect for, for Mark. Do you, a lot of people were saying, boys, do you think the NFL should be allowed to bring in some sort of sanctions and punishments to, for these kind of things happening? So. so if that happened during I the season. That, yeah. yeah. They, they, they don't have anything during practices, but I think, uh, I think they should uh, be allowed to step in and, and, and pull some fines or suspensions or something. Yeah. One game suspension or something like that. I mean, I mean I don't if, he said, if he did that in, in a natural NFL match. Yeah. Again, oh, he, he would be, he, he'd be only kicked out. He'd yeah, be ejected, yeah. probably you know, fined hundred grand or whatever, and then maybe even miss a game after that. Mm-hmm. So you know, we we should that thing should still be in place mm. right now because yeah. at the end of the day, Agreed. we all talk about how it's important and um, that the players don't get overworked in preseason, that you don't get injured and stuff like that, and then you get and then you get these fools, body slamming guys. It's the only yeah. downside to joint well, practice like that. Stuff. It's the it's only downside like in it because the you know emotions are running high and it, that's the only thing I, I don't it. like about. I mean, I get the practice. fights. I mean, you know, if if um, no, you're swinging and stuff like that, even though it's cheaper to hit your own hands, hitting somebody in a helmet. <laughs> but but still, I, I don't mind that because that is like it's it's face to face. You can see it. You can kind of hopefully try and protect yourself. Diane Johnson wasn't ready for that at all because I wasn't he even was, looking. He thought the play yeah. was already over, so he's just walking mm-hmm. back and then he does something so, ridiculous like that. I just thought he, he deserves something. He deserves a fucking suspension. He really yeah, does. Yeah, shit house move. I, I think there's like three levels. To there's there's going up to the line. There's barely tiptoeing crossing that line, and then way on the other side of the boundary. And I think that's what that's what Mark Andrews did. He just t- he just took it way too far. I mean, yeah. I'd love that if he did it against someone who, around his own his own size. Well, Deron Payne well, came up to him and it's like, yeah, "Come he on, take off, your helmet he? off." Yeah. And he didn't want nothing to do with that. He didn't want nothing to do with Deron Payne. I wouldn't either, to be fair. I'd run a country mile. Um, <laughs> other Washington news that pretty much broke uh, over the weekend as well. Uh, Andy, we'll, uh, we'll save you, mate. We'll go to Jesse first of this because I feel that you might take up the rest of the podcast. Uh, we Joey Sly now is going to be the Washington kicker for the 2023 season. Uh, Michael Bagley was uh, let go. Jesse, uh, and any great surprise there, my friend? Uh, we know what Andy thinks of uh, of Joey Sly. So, we'll, like I say, we'll get to him in a minute. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I do get when I've heard, like I've spoke to Andy on previous podcasts and we all sit in our group chat, all I want from my kicker is consistency. You know what I mean? It's this it's the only job they've got to do. Just be consistent. I mean, are, are we happy going into the season with Sly as our kicker? Often you don't really talk about kickers that much on these kind of shows, yeah. but you know it's, it's made the news this week. I'm I'm I can understand um, you know some frustrations with with Sly. I'm perfectly content content with with going in the season with Sly. I I'm glad they brought in competition, but 
kickers are, are a fickle bunch, man. I mean, there's not – you don't see too many uh, great kickers. I mean, you have your Justin Tuckers, uh, you know, of the league. But there's – that's it. That's just – I mean, kickers, they'll, they'll go in through spurts. But one thing about Joey is he has the leg. He can not only, you know, kick boomers, you know, 50-plus yarders, which he's done quite a few times for us, but he also has a, a boomer for a leg for kickoffs. Badgley didn't have that. Yeah, he might be consistent in making, you know, all of his extra points, but I will trade a game-winning 56-yarder for a couple extra points every day of the week, in my opinion. Go on then, Andy. Watch me. You're making me out to be like a, I'm a hater. I don't, I don't hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. You know, just, I, I, I want I, him to do well. I want him to hit. I, I would love. I wish I had the time to go back through some of your game day tweets last season. <laughs> oh, well, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, when he misses, he's going to get some grief. No, it's as simple as that. And this guy misses. That goes regularly. with all kickers, especially yeah. when it comes to extra points. Now. Don't get me wrong. As you say, ba- between Badgley and him, yeah, there, was, there wasn't really much competition. Let's face it, because Badgley's got no leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's consistent up to like inside the forty. After that, forget about it. So, um, where Sly is a little bit of an enigma, he can at least like you know big, you no know, a high percentage of his fifty yarders, but then misses extra points. And I don't understand that. If you're excellent at like a long field goal, like what? Why aren't you good at actually kicking it from like 20, 30 yards further forward? Do you see what I mean? Like. It, it's it's got to be a mental well, block it. in his head, or it's got to be something, and it just it just just pisses me off when he misses some things that he should be doing quite simply. It was staggering how many extra points got missed last season. Yeah, always, that always I mean, blows it, my it, mind. That goes around the league too. Yeah, the uh, whole I mean, league. You're thinking yeah. how how? But what I is it though? Is it is it a mental block? Is it oh this is yeah. easy? I'll just got I'm not really take it serious and then put it wide. Is it and, something and, like that? Or you also got to remember too. It's not. Not every kick is on the kicker as well, too, because there's three three pieces to holding the kick. Now, a, a snap could be high. The timing can get thrown off. Um, and, and this is a true timing play of the game. So anything, you know, there could be a million different reasons why a kick could fail. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, just, um, I, just, I just think, because every time he misses, he says things like, I was just too pumped up. I was too jacked up. It's like, well, just relax then. Just calm, just calm down in between getting. You know what I mean? Like, just find some <laughs> get, meditation in between. In get, get him a Xanax or whatever. You know, game or something. Do whatever it takes <laughs> to really get yourself to calm yourself down a little bit, and then you'd be more consistent. You know. Yeah, maybe have a Bud Light or something before the game. Oh, <laughs> we'll get into that later. Someone's asked a question about that. Uh, some questions that did come in for the show, guys. Uh, Andy. Um, I'll throw the first one at you. Um, Darren says uh, he's all in on how, but how many games does he have if it doesn't go his way before he gets pulled? Will will they just let him develop throughout this year? That is from Darren. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. And I, th- I think he, like every starting quarterback, especially when you don't have a great name at this moment, a great reputation, you know, you are going to have you are going to have you know, a short leash. And I think he's probably going to get. I mean, if, if if the guy's terrible, you know, four interception games on the regular, probably two or three, four games in a row, then yeah, they'll be pulled. I think that's when it'll happen. Maybe that four game mark, something like that, fifth game. Anything before that would be ridiculous. Uh, but to be fair, I don't think Howell will, will need, will have games like that, or maybe just one here and there. I don't think it'd be like the regular form. He's, he's not Zach Wilson, do you know what I mean? 
How much of a how much of a risk take oh, do you think it? How much how much of a risk take do you right. think it'll be? What's that, mate? The Jets quarterback. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know he's backup. awful. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, he yeah. he's going back up now to Rogers. Yeah, he's back up now to he's Rogers. He's yeah. awful. He ruined his confidence and all the rest. He's of like it. a fanboy. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? He's like a fanboy with Rogers. If he gets any further up his ass, all you're going to see is his feet hanging out of his backside. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. No, how much, nice. Jesse? How much uh, do you think Sam Howell be a risky type of quarterback? We know he can throw the ball down the field, but is or is he going to revert back to? I don't want to say play it safe, Alex. I'm not going. Alice Smith, Alex Smith, Dink and Dunk. But with Washington, there's that stigma of you want to be the franchise guy, don't get me wrong. But then I think you're playing with that kind of monkey on your shoulder. You, you, you're sometimes scared to take the risk because you know of what's gone on in the past. You know that mm-hmm. you make one bad pass and, you know, people's keyboards probably, the, 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 there's probably smoke coming out the keyboards before he's even made the pass. So that that's added pressure on him, right? Look, I think, yeah, absolutely. But I think... Uh, he is going to take risk, but I think his his risk will pay off a little bit more um, uh, than say risks like Taylor Heineke, uh, uh, you know, made last year. You, you know, Taylor would just kind of just throw the ball up and close his eyes, and 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 hopefully Terry will come down with it. Um, he has a little bit of a gunslinger attitude, uh, you know, mentality about him, um, but. Just just this past week, uh, I think he he was he was making some you know kind of risky throws, and I was hearing John Kime talk about this. Um, but and, and he made those throws because he has the that zip and that accuracy that we haven't seen here in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, is he going to put the ball in danger all the time? No, he's not. You know, he he is going to work through his progression. And, and from what all of that we're hearing from from the uh, uh, training camp is that he's doing a very very good job at that. Um, but there's going to be times where he's going to, you know, he's, he's going to throw, and I'm fine with that. And I think the enemy, as you, you know, from, from Patrick Mahomes, from him coaching Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes takes some risk. Now, nine times out of 10, those risks pay off big time. I mean, these sidearm, no look passes, you know, they running, running to the hashes and throwing across the field. You're not going to see that type of risk, I don't think, from him, especially a young quarterback that that the focus is going to be taking care of the ball. But you are going to see, I think, a little bit more of uh, the the type of risk reward type type plays, and I'm okay with that. I mean, that's that's how you're going to learn. I mean, you you can only get so much done in the off season and and OTAs and in training camp because you're going up against the same team. You're he's going to have to test that. Hey, can I? Am I going to be able to get away with this? You know, and if he doesn't get away with it, then he's not going to do it no more. Mm, yeah, certainly not. Nah, true. It's, uh, it's, it's take what take what the defense gives you. You know what I mean? So, and the thing we've not seen so far is the deep ball too much. So let's see what he's got in game. You know, because mm. a lot of it is going to be the short, the intermediate route stuff, which is obviously mostly a West Coast system. But we'll have to see what he can do on the on, on the deep ball, and and I think. I've got, got to have time though. If you look at like Heineke, he never went. He never really got the. He never went through his reads. I don't think. I think if his first option wasn't on, that was the main thing that let Heineke down. He panicked. He went yeah. through his progressions, mm-hmm. and, and he went that. through. And you could see physically him when you're watching it on TV or when you're in the stadium. You could physically see him going through his progressions. And if Terry wasn't, say if Terry, for argument's sake, is his first option, if that wasn't on, you could instantly see his mind think shit. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and he didn't have the, I don't think he had quite had the ability to adjust. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping from what I've seen from Sam Howe and the little glimpses we got at the back end of last season, what I've seen at camp this season, and everything I'm hearing is he's not going to go through his progressions and shit his pants. I think he's going to yeah. be, I think he's going to have the the yeah. nous to make things up the on the tools. flight. He's yeah. got all the tools you need. You know, he really does. He really just needs to put them all together consistently. And just gradually improve over over like the last few seasons, hopefully, mm. and then then maybe maybe in two to three years you might say, yeah, he is a genuine franchise guy. Yeah, and like no. I was like I was saying earlier about the coaches wanting him uh, to take risk. If they did not want him to take those types of risks, they would put in Jacoby Brissett because he is one of the least risk takers in the entire NFL. He takes care of the ball, but you're not going to get those big plays without taking some a type of risk. Mm, definitely uh darren's second question tapped onto the back of that darren says uh jesse i'll put this one to you mate is there any developing trade value and rumors for any commanders players coming to the end of their contract he's put chase young question mark no i i I mean to get anything from chase young right now uh i i think his value is more on the field than it is in uh on the trade market um I mean, he's a free agent next year and, and, you know, he's, he's quote unquote injured right now. He's hurt. He's not, he's not even practicing. So if even trying to trade him right now, what are you going to get back? A a, a fourth round pick, maybe if, a third if round you're lucky. pick. If you're it's lucky. not, it's not worth it. You, you have a chance of him getting 10 plus sacks. So no, I, you know, if anything, there's possibility of you know maybe a, a, a DB because uh, we have a prethla of of DBs that are available. I mean that 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 are good that we could get you know maybe a little little something for. But I just I, I think with the defense that we have, the players that we have right now, I think we're set. And mm-hmm. and possibly maybe next year is the time to make some moves, but not right now. Yeah, I'm, I think next year will be the one where we make some moves. Uh, Scott Hartley, uh, Andy. Um, Jesus, he sent the longest question in the world here. Uh, Scott says, you are the new Jason Wright. What are you doing initially, 12 to 18 months, to make this franchise commercially grow off the field and build this brand as we've seen the increase? Uh, we've seen increase in the mention, the name change, the, the stadium. What are you doing in the next 12 to 18 months to make the Washington Commanders commercially viable? Andy? Well, they've already started. They've already started with we're getting, we're getting two big names Back into back into the uh, the team already, you know, with sponsorships. That was another because I'm not doing to cut you off, but that was another question as well, which is interesting to get your views. Was it wise getting Bud Light back on the scene? I mean, I tweeted out on Wednesday. I couldn't believe it when I saw fans saying, "I'm not going to games because we've just got the Bud." And I was like, "This has got to be a joke." And then I kept scrolling, and I was like, "No, this like these dudes are serious. They're not coming to games because they're not fans. Then are they? They're not fans of the team. You just you just like hurt by things like that." it don't even matter to them really deep down. You know what I mean? 26 out of the 32 NFL teams are sponsored by Embed, right. which is Anheuser-Busch, which is Bud Light, which is Bud Budweiser. So there's, there's fans that are saying that probably don't go to games in, to begin with. Anyway, sorry, Andy, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, but yeah, so what, um, like you said, we made a, we made a start. Yeah, we made a start. The, um, and, 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 things, and the ownership already have made a good start. You know, the hat, at the moment, they've had to re- you know, reinvest some money into FedEx, unfortunately. You know, end of the day, it is a an oldish type building and it has basically been left to fucking ruin, basically. 
you know, from the Dan Snyder era. So, you know, they they hasn't improved that stadium at all since he since he had it, like, you know, twenty odd years ago. So um Josh Harris come in, new screens, new seats, new new all sorts of different things. So it's it's always a, it's already done already started on the on the right track, I think. Mm. Um, get the fans back in as well. I think what would be nice is to actually get some sort of like, you know, um beer, you know, like uh, concession kind of deals, you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, with the, the beers and like say, you know, I don't know, popcorn or burger or whatever along with Don't it. make it so fucking expensive deal. for fans, yeah. Yeah, well to me it's very, very expensive. You know, it's already expensive to go there. First of all you've got to travel there, then you got to, you also obviously gotta have a ticket as well. And then you got to buy like you know thirty, forty, fifty dollars each person for stuff. You know, it's it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot of money for the for the average fan. Mm. And I think like you know Atlanta Falcons, for example, they they have do they do a deal with something like twenty dollars, but you get yeah. absolutely shitload of stuff. You know what I mean? Get food, drink. Food, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Money, I'm, I'm, let me explain why they do that. Is because they have something called personal seat license. That you have to pay fifteen thousand dollars for to get those for your for your tickets. Uh, that's included in the season ticket uh, uh, for the season ticket prices. They make their money. Uh, it, it, it shows, you know, $4 for a beer, but they're making all that money that we're charging, you know, $16 for a beer for. They're making that then some. They're getting that money. They're just getting it in other ways. So if you're you're looking at price. You're telling points, me that they're more expensive tickets than we are, yes. season ticket-wise. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Okay, yeah, they, 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 they have a per, it's called a personal seat license. And that's one thing that I'm kind of dreading when it comes to this new stadium. Are they going to charge a PSL? Um, some a, a lot of stadiums do this, uh, especially the newer stadiums. Uh, some still don't. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping we're going to kind of stay the same because our, our actual ticket price points are one of the lowest in the actual NFL. Yeah, my season ticket was not well compared to what, you know, we pay for soccer over here. My season ticket for the Commanders was, geez, it was not that expensive at all. Uh, One question, Jesse, uh, Nick would like to know, uh, if is FedEx location the only issue if the new ownership group were to spend a shit ton of money redeveloping FedEx field, would you be happy to stay where it is? So so for argument's sake, if they just said, look, we can't go back to RFK. We it will take two, three to four years maybe to build a brand new, all singing, all dancing stadium. If Josh Harris and the, and the group and Magic Johnson and everyone else involved said, "Look, we are going to make FedEx Field the best stadium we can make FedEx Field," would you be happy for it to stay out where it is in Maryland, or is it a case of I don't care how we do it, when we do it, where we do it, let's get this team back to where they belong, which is in the heart of DC. I would not be happy in any uh, shape or form for the stadium to be in Maryland. And I'm sorry to all my Maryland friends uh, out there. Um, that's just not where the team belongs. Uh, it, it doesn't make a whole bunch of, uh, of, of sense in, in, in Maryland, to be honest with you. Uh, Maryland's got a team now. Um, when Jack Kent Cook built that stadium, there was a bunch of stuff going on where we couldn't get fine land in Virginia uh, or in D.C. at the time. Times have changed. Bring that, bring this team back to either DC or somewhere in Virginia, um, where the the headquarters is 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 located. That I I I mean, if it if if they wind up doing that, you know, I'll be whatever. But I, I it's 
it's a pain in the butt to get to traffic still sucks traffic's going to suck anywhere um yeah but they would need to do a hell of a lot of infrastructure changes um to make it make it work especially with the little mini city that they want to build around it's going to make it even busier um than it is already now i mean you're you're think about this the stadium is half full on sundays it's been like that for quite a few years now and it still takes forever to get out of there mm. it still takes so long to that's get why we just went back to the parking lot for like a, i know the first yeah. the first year I, two three years ago when i went there we just went back to like the way the tailgate was and we just sipped some beers for like two, three hours because we were like, we weren't moving. When I went to the Giants game on Thanksgiving, I went to the home game against mm. the Giants a couple of years ago. It took us, I think Pete and Jay might be able to return to this, took us over three and a half hours to get out of the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Three I mean, and that, a half that, that, hours. That's a game right there. That's another game right there, yeah. there you know? Um in Virginia is, is traffic, if they put it somewhere in Virginia, you know, traffic is... uh uh, still not going to be great, especially that um, the belt off the beltway in the I-95 corridor right there. But I still think it would be better than uh, where it's at right now. Yeah, no, yeah, in I'm, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I am a Virginia re resident. I I, I will mm. say that. But no matter if it's in D.C., Virginia, or Maryland, it still takes me the exact same time to get there. Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously, we're speaking as me and Andy sitting over here. But every time I've commuted from, I've stayed in DC, and I have to, we mm -hmm. have to get the, you know, I have to get the metro out to the to the stadium. That's a long ass metro ride, and then you've got yeah. the twenty minute walk from the metro station to FedEx. And like you, like Andy said in the past, there's literally nothing to do around there. You get there early to tailgate, but it's not like any. There's no, there's no shop. There's nowhere to go get something to eat. There's no, there's no bars. There's no, nope. there's literally nothing. And you go to like stadiums like New Orleans, or you go to mm -hmm. places like that where it's literally everything's around. You go to Detroit, everything is around there. And you know, I think that's what Washington need. And I, I think that's where the ownership group are going to want to go. And hopefully that is a case of them sitting around the negotiating table and getting us back to RFK saying, look, we don't care if we have to tear that site down and start again, but that is the spiritual home of the Washington yeah. commanders. And, and, a, and just a, a final thought on the RFK site. Uh, it, listen, parking around that traffic will be um, a little bit hairy, but the thing about RFK is you don't have to park. You won't, you wouldn't have to park there. You can take the Metro, take the metro anywhere yeah. in the city, anywhere in the city, and not have to deal with the traffic. It didn't take us long to get there, did it? On the yeah. metro, we went there and we had a we tried to break into RFK and I got hauled <laughs> out by I got hauled out by some security guard. But um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, one other question from uh, Mr. Hartley, Andy. I'll let you crack on with this one, mate, and Jesse then chime in. Um, apart from QB play, what is the one thing that is going to contribute to getting us ten wins this season? Is it coaching or is it a particular position group? I mean. I'm all in on the running game. Uh, I really think that's where we can be super strong this season. And I mean, seriously strong. I think that's been very underrated for us over the years. I think when our running game is on point, I think there's not many better teams that run the ball. I think we've relied on it a lot because of the whole QB situation going on. You know, we've had a guy on one leg. We've had a, we've had a little midget who can't see over his offensive line and things like that. But for me, it's the running game. Personally, I think with, that is the position group where I think we're going to rely on heavily when we're in the trenches and we want to get to move the ball but Andy apart from obviously the QB position what what do you think that's going to get us to 10 wins Scott thinks we're going to get 10 wins what's going to get us to them 10 wins we all sit here as fans before the season starts going yay we're going to win 10 11 games but history will, te history will tell us 
podcaster, I'm probably going to be sitting here with you guys in about a month's time going, oh, shit, I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what, Andy, in your opinion, mate, what do you what do you think position-wise apart from QB? Um, for me, it's it's about the coaching. It really is. Um, I do think it's 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 the play calling. I think EB is a ridiculous upgrade compared to what we've had here in the past few years with Scott Turner. I think you know um, the players obviously respond to him. We we we've been looking good in in pre, in the preseason, but also the you know, with, the, with 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 Howell obviously. But I just think doing. Situational awareness, that's what I was looking for. Situational awareness actually in-game, you know, and knowing when to adjust things on the fly, not just kind of, oh, we'll wait for, like, you know, to the end of the half or we'll wait to the end of the third quarter, then we'll do this. It's too late then. EB, mm-hmm. I've already seen EB making changes, you know, after one or two plays. like, wait there, man, I don't like what's going on here. And changes it up completely, and it makes it actually better. And I think that is going to make us a hell of a lot better on offense. Our defense is already, you know, we've got solid players. You know, Del Rio knows what he's doing with his kind of match, kind of uh, match zone scheme that he kind of likes to play, mm-hmm. um, and he's got new players who can actually play it well. So I'm not worried about the defense as such. As long as they play to what they should play, they're going to be elite. They're going to be a top five, top six defense, no problem. Mm. The offense is the bigger killer. But then obviously for us, it's kind of like with we've had a guy. Let's face it, he, he doesn't know fucking any situation awareness at all. He's got zero to a guy who knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to win. He's been there, done it. I mean, I, I, I can't see, I can't, that's got to be the biggest thing for me. That's got to be the biggest thing. Coaching. Okay. Yeah. Coaching Jesse, what about you, bro? Uh, where do you me, think, apart from QB, was gonna, that's going to get us to these illustrious 10 wins that we all seem to think that we're going to get? Yeah. To, to me, uh, it all boils down to the offensive line. Um, I think our defense is going to be fine. I know uh, people uh, have said usually good defenses regress year after year, but we were a, a, you know, a top five defense um, with one of the lowest turnover uh, percentages in the entire league. We didn't turn a ball over at, uh, hardly at all. We didn't get uh, hardly any interceptions, fumble recoveries and such. Um, they got Emmanuel Forbes uh, and Quan Martin to try and tr- change that narrative. So for me, I think we, we are all – um, confident enough that Sam Howe is going to uh, do better than what was you know we had behind center last year. We have great playmakers on the outside um, receiver position. I think our, we're going to rely um, extremely uh, heavy on the run game, but it all boils down to the offensive line. How do they? Uh, how good are they? Run blocking. I think they're going to be better than than last year because you can't fucking get much worse. Excuse my language. But how much better it. is that? And how how that. are they going to uh, pass protect uh, for Sam Howell? Um, that is the biggest question I think uh, uh, that that we have for this whole entire team is that so, offensive line. So if you go speaking of offensive line, if you actually go with those four guys or five guys at the front there. What are their strengths? Like, you know, if you want to break them down a little bit, kind of like, it, 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 like for example, is Leno a better pass protector than, say, a run blocker? Or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. And, just yeah. say, and, and which one but, is it? Because, like, you know. It's a good question. I mean, that 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 is a good question. To me, uh, Leno, Leno gets some grief because he does give up a couple plays here and there um, in, 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 in important moments. And, and that's why... He's highlighted uh, a, a lot, but to me, he's a solid top 
probably 17 left tackle or, or 17 tackle. Sorry. Not I'm talking about both, both left and right side uh, uh, of the NFL. I, I think uh, last year he was, you know, especially 17 the in the, the whole of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that some people think he's top 15. I'm saying seven in between 17 and 20. I give him a um, pass for last season just because he, he was, was injured, especially I think the last six oh, games. Well, made, simple as that. Uh, my my biggest worry is Sam Wiley. Or, I mean, is is uh, Andrew Wiley? Um, I think uh, that's the big question mark, man. How how good is he going to be on that right side? How is he going to protect uh, Sam on that right side? Uh, how is Eric Bieniemy going to kind to you know call the plays to help protect Sam? I mean, this is not all on the offensive line. This you know this is kind of a group effort here. Uh, Sam's uh, uh, is, is is Nick Gates calling the protections? Is Sam calling protections? How is the enemy going to handle that? Um, you know, how much help are are they going to give? Because I think the middles are going to be all right, even though we don't really know who's going to start at the left guard position. Guard is probably the uh, the the lesser of all the the offensive line positions right there. You can get away with not having great great guard play, but it's. I think it's all about the tackle positions. I think mm-hmm. but that I comes think back to what we said earlier, doesn't it? If we okay. want, if we want him to be a down the field passer kind of QB, yeah. you've got to let these plays develop, which means you, you need a thing you called time. You need a great pass protection, and we and haven't I don't had think it. We've got that. I don't think we've no. got that. That's the own. That's the. And I'm not here to shit on it. I mean, I really do think we've got something in Sam. But that protection, and I've said it. I think I say on every single show. If he hasn't get these plays need to develop. Diamond Brown, Terry, all these guys, they need to get into position to catch the ball. But if our QB is sitting on his ass after ten seconds of getting the ball, five seconds of getting the ball, and these plays try three. three Yeah, these seconds. seconds. Yeah, two. Yeah, you see how bad last season went. But if they're not given (laughs) the time. These plays, these big, yeah. we all we all talk about. Oh, I want to see Washington throw the ball down down the field more. I want to see Washington do this. I'm not going to be able to do that if you don't. You're have not going to be able to do it if you haven't got the time and you can't protect him. That that's is what. Like, that's the one thing I hope we've rammed home in, in camp. You yeah. have to protect this guy. One th- I don't get me wrong. He's going to get sacked more times than you can shake a stick at probably throughout the whole season. Yeah. But on the big moments and the big plays, when we need when we need a play, when we're down a score with a minute to go, when we need our team to step up, unfortunately in the past, we haven't been able to do that all the time. You have to protect this guy and pass yeah. protection is vital to this Washington Commanders team, in my opinion. Yeah, and then you look at, what really impressed me about Hal is that he, when he rolls out and he's still got the arm strength to like, yeah. like 20 yards. throw on the run. Chest, you know, yeah. On the run, straight exactly where he needs to be. Like, for example, the Cole Turner play that we yeah. saw. You know, yeah. in preseason there. So, I mean, so yes, it it's so important that you've got an offensive line you can protect. But obviously, it's great if you've got a quarterback who can actually roll out on the run and actually still produce. Mm-hmm. And that's why Mahomes is stuff is so good because that's all he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, he never you, stays you, in the pocket. As a coach and quarterback, you know, there's things that you can do to mitigate, you know, a a weak offensive line. I mean, we saw the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow go to the Super Bowl with a terrible offensive line. Um, we saw uh, Kansas City's first Super Bowl win. They their offensive line was not good at all, uh, and they still won the Super Bowl with it. So there are things that you can do to help protect. Uh, you know, keeping a back end to chip, 
um, you know, going, uh, you know, two tight ends to, to, you know, just, just to give a little extra push off. So you get an extra, you know, half a second of, of time that, uh, that Sam needs to, to get the ball out. Mm-hmm. So there's things that that can can be done to mitigate a a uh, pass rush, um, but I I still think um, the running game is going to be very very important in how these guys run block because there's no helping uh, a a uh, you know offensive line run blocking that's just bowling over people and how how good are they going to be at that? Yeah, create them gaps. I reckon you oh, know it's, it's so so important, man. I mean, and the thing is as well is that I, if I go through the offensive line, I I don't really know what the true strengths are because obviously it's such a new new offense. Really, I mean, offensive line. You know, I think the middles. I think the middle is going to be fine. I I think up the middle, Sam Cosme has is looks like uh, he's going to be a really 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 good uh, offensive guard. Um, and Nick well, Gates, you say I think he's going to be. Would a, you say a, is he more of a pass pro guy or is he more of a run blocker or? I'd say he's a great. I think he's a good run blocker. Yeah, I think he. I think he can maul some people, but I think Sam has held up very well in in, in pass blocking too. Even when he was, you know, playing right tackle, he did pretty well when he was not injured. That's that's the thing with Sam Cosby. Is he going to be able to stay on the field? That's I the think, thing with us. We've yeah. got to stay healthy because what's behind yeah. this O line is not great. It's not, yeah, yeah, that, and yeah. I'll say, and how many times have we said over the years? Injuries in this team, then that yeah. that's one of the kind of things that's always annoyed me a little bit about our team is when we do recruit, we don't recruit well enough to think about. Look, this is the NFL. Fucking injuries happen. This is Washington. Injuries fucking happen a lot. Yeah. So what yeah. worries and, me and is and if that's someone why, goes down. That's why we have three centers on the team this year yeah. is because we went. That, that's that's why we went out. We re-signed Larson. Uh, we signed Nick Gates, and we also drafted Stromberg because even though that they're they're technically centers, they, they can, can play anywhere along that line and, yeah. and, and play guard if needed to be. Because you can only dress so many people. You, you can only you know, <laughs> and attrition freaking happens. Uh, that's why I know a lot of people hate this terminology, but position flex. Ah, but guess what, guys? Flex. Everybody, every team in the NFL yes, does on on screen. Yeah, every team does this. You got to be able to. I mean, they're not asking for. And I said this uh, on my podcast the other day. They're not asking for a wide receiver to come and play. You know, uh, uh, offensive line. This it's not like that, but. You know, if you play center, you're going to you're going to need to be able to play guard because guess what? Injuries happen and we can only dress so many people. We only got 53, 53 spots and we can only dress 46 on game days. So, yeah, you're going to need to be able to play uh, uh, multiple positions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just finishing up, uh, we've kind of touched on this, but Canada Mike uh, says we all know Joey Sly has the leg on him. But do you think he would have learned from he from last season uh, to nil them extra points? Andy, you kind of. This is a me- it's a mental thing. It's I a think mental this thing. It's a mental thing. And like I said earlier, not every missed extra point is always on Joey Sly. Yeah. So no. just some food for thought. In the field, I mean, the fields as well sometimes can be crap as well. So you know, like yeah. a little bit yeah. or, yeah. you know, yeah. those yeah. type yeah. of things. No, well. so, uh, many, so many things go into a kick. It, it seems like the most simplest play in, in football, but it's really not. It's, it's kind of complicated. There's a lot of shit to it. Yeah, uh, boys, uh, it's been another good episode. Just before we uh, finish and wrap up, uh, if anyone would like to go to any of the preseason games, 
myself and Scott Hartley obviously will not be attending when our season ticket seat. What? Just, You're not coming just, over? I, I know. What, on, we're just shit what kind fans. of fan are you? We are bad fans. Not we are bad fans. And man. I even looked like in, you, you live know, 5,000 miles away. The private jet needs fuel, Jesse. I haven't, <laughs> I need to do some overtime. Uh, so if anyone would like to go, I put this out a few times on social media. A couple of people messaged, I DM'd about it, I didn't hear back. If anyone would like to go to our Washington Commanders preseason games, just drop me a DM uh, or if you follow the bunker show, you're more than you can have my ticket. I'm not going to charge you any money. I just rather a Washington fan. And maybe if you haven't been to FedEx before, or if you just want to go and experience a game, just drop me a DM. Uh, the season ticket seat is there. We're going to be doing some cool things with that seat throughout the season uh, with the hog farmers. And we're going to try and get some donations coming in for that seat throughout the season. But uh, yeah, if anyone wants to go to the preseason games, just give me a shout. Uh, Jesse, Andy, have a good week, boys. Uh, Jesse, go and book a round of golf, mate. Get some practice in yep. because we've got Europe versus the USA in a little over two weeks, my friend. Yeah, can't wait. I'm excited about that. Just hope my my uh, back heals up in time. I'm sure it will. It's feeling better and better. That's all right. I'll, 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 I, I'm I'll working on my around. slice. I'm working on my Fist slice drive. right now. Fist drive. Hold us back. He's trying to shape shape my slice. I hope I hope we're getting a, a are we getting a we're getting carts or buggies. We're not walking. Yet. Yeah, no, I ain't walking. Woo. Thank God for that. What do you think I am? A freaking twenty year old. <laughs> That's not happening. Uh, boys, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, you can go and check us out on our old Twitter, new Twitter at Commander Bunker. You can find us on there. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify. Everywhere you get a podcast, but we will be back again next Monday with another show. Enjoy the preseason. We've got some preseason games coming up uh, this week. Uh, until then, everybody, this has been another great episode of The Bunker. I've been your host, Andy Burrows. Till next time, bunker down. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode of The Bunker. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Bunker. On Facebook, just search The Bunker. 